Hey friends, this is Fun Therapy, and my name is Mike Foster. And together we're going to dive into the messy and the brutal, but oh-so-beautiful parts of our not-so-perfect stories. And we're going to do it with a smile. You see, I truly believe that the things that crack us open are the things that reveal the beauty inside. You see, the sun not only shines on you, but from within you too. And it is when we are broken and when pain shakes our heart, it loosens up those gifts and the remarkable strengths buried inside of you. The rumbles reveals something deep within. The brokenness unearths opportunities for growth and infinite possibilities are revealed and new life is born. My name is Mike Foster. And this is Fun Therapy. Hello, friends. I'm so glad you're here. So glad you're tuning in for this episode of Fun Therapy. I wanted to let you know I have been working on a new product of guided meditations that are going to be available on my website very shortly soon just a great way kind of meditations are just a great way to start your day or end your day or to be reflective and so i'm really hopeful that these um these meditations will help you become more of you so follow me on instagram uh, make sure you're signed up for my email, email list to be notified when that's available also, I want to just say thanks for rating and reviewing the podcast. Every time you leave a comment or rating, that really is just an investment into this uh, podcast and what we're doing here. And so I want to just say thanks. I want to especially say thanks to Jen Petro, who wrote this on uh, iTunes about the Fun Therapy podcast. It says She says this, if a podcast could hug, Fun Therapy is full of warmth and wisdom. Listening feels like sitting down for intimate conversations with friends. I love that. And Jen, thanks for leaving that review. And if you haven't left a review or rating, make sure to do that uh, right now if you don't if you don't mind. Also, just wanted to quickly remind you about the Brain Detox download. You know, nearly one third of American adults say they feel more anxious and stressed now than they did a year ago. And so my Brain Detox 7 to 8 guide is a free download at my website that will help you tidy up your brain and utilize some simple practices to have a calmer, clearer, and uncluttered brain and life. It's available right now at my website at mikefoster.tv. It's called Brain Detox and it's totally free and you can start right away. Well, I'm thrilled about today's episode of Fun Therapy with my friend, singer and songwriter, Phil Wickham. Phil is actually used to be my neighbor about five houses away and um, he still is my neighbor even though he moved last year and is now just a few miles away but he's such a great guy and I can't wait for you to hear our conversations. His critically acclaimed single This Is Amazing Grace is certified platinum. He has a brand new Christmas album out right now called Phil Wickham Christmas which is filled with gorgeous Christmas songs, classics, oh, the classics, and a few new ones that Phil has written. 
excited for you to hear from Phil. In this episode, we talk about how to say the unsaid and about a really important conversation that he had with his brother recently. We talk about some Christmas memories, and I convince Phil to play not one, but two songs with just his guitar and vocal exclusive to Fun Therapy. You're going to love it. And now this special Christmas episode of Fun Therapy with my friend, Phil Wickham. I remember the first time I heard you. It was at uh, Crossroads Church in Corona. I didn't have any idea who you were. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Which... Uh, that's great. And you, you came on. That's the best. That's that's my favorite person to sing in front of. Yeah, and I, I no I, expectations. I love. I love. I am such a music. I love music. And you came you do, on, man. I really do. I'm Guys, like, last time I I ran into my. We live in the same town, so I ran into him at Best Buy a couple days ago. Yes. And he just looking to. He just wants to get the best sound tech in his house. It was inspiring to me. I, I was doing some Christmas shopping for myself. Yeah, is basically. You what ready I was to doing. Sonos up the whole I was situation? Ready to sonos up the whole situation. And so you came out and it was just, it just started with you and a vocal. It wasn't even, I don't even think it was words. I just remember it was like the sound and then your vocal. And I'm like, who the Sam Hill is this guy? (laughs) It was, I felt like I was in heaven. Oh, you're too kind, man. It was so beautiful. And um, I, I love, I love not only the pure talent and giftings that you have but i i you're a good dude oh thanks man and you i'm not too. saying that just because you're my neighbor and more money yeah we used to live five houses away or yeah so. we did we never really saw each other because we were both we're on both the road always so. traveling but we 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 live kind of around a trader joe's and a pete's at least yes, we used to that's right so we'd have our our Pete's coffee moments, right. chilling hanging catching up and then we'd run run into each other every once in a while and yeah and now um, we're not we're still close in terms of kind of general neighborhood, but um, you really like I, what I love about you, Phil, is that you have a heart for people, and I think that's at the core of who you are. I mean, you're clearly an artist, clearly a musician, but the sense of loving people really well seems to be a val- high, very high value for you. Man, it, if I if I leave a situation, it haunts me. I'm like, I I do. I love I love people, and I I want to leave people feeling and thinking like, wow, like I, like there there was no ego in that guy. Mm. That that's like my prayer before I go in. Like yeah. I, I just like that's my biggest fear, uh, is like leaving a community or a situation and everybody like, well, I'm glad that dude's gone. You know, like yeah. he had an ego the size of this this building. You know, and <laughs> we've met those people it. too. Haven't we? I, I I'll be quiet on that, but. Yeah. So that, that's like my prayers, like Lord, just, just I, I, I pray that you give me eyes to see the people I come in front of and the people I sing in front of the way, in you know, some way, in a small way of how you see them, God, just like as as people with huge potential and and you love them in a huge way, you know. And so give me a little a little bit of that love, you know. And that's the prayer, and I pray that not not because I'm great at it, I pray it because I need help with it, you know. Mm. But that that is a desire. It's like, I mean, if that's not happening, like like Paul says, right? You could. You could have a, like you do all these amazing things. You could say to a mountain move. You could clang symbols, all this stuff. But if you have not love, it's just yeah, it's nothing. 
And that's, that's how I feel. Who did you, I mean, clearly this is a a huge part of who you are, the way you show up in the world. Who who influenced this the most for you or who, who modeled This, this for you? Um, I would say my dad Hmm. the most. My dad is this guy that is just so, um, man, he's probably the most meek guy, you know? And I I think when you say meek, maybe your brain in the background thinks weak, you know, just Mm. because it sounds like it. And you think, oh, meek, cute little meek guy. But that Jesus was meek, you Mm -hmm. know, power restrained, um, um, authority um, shown in love. You know what I mean? Like meekness is not weakness it's mm. kind of the opposite it's self it's power with self-control it's it's a, it's leadership um as a servant you know what i mean and uh and so my dad modeled that for me he's he was he, he's always a servant to my mom and and uh you know he's not perfect or anything but he's just like this epic guitar player um and you never know it you know he, he was he was just uh an awesome guy he still is faithful lover of jesus do you uh do you ever feel like um, you had kind of a an unfair advantage with a dad like that? I never thought that, you know, um, not at all. You mean an unfair advantage to? I guess it's like, what do you like to be like, more humble? Like no, 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 <laughs> just just sense that. So oh, as many a guitar player, don't, so many of us don't have fathers like that. Yeah, where we it was just look so to normal. Them. Now I I realize I am just like, and again, none of us are perfect, you know. My parents are not perfect people, but they are lovers of Jesus, you know, and they fear yeah. God. And now, um, at, you know, for me, it was just life. Like, your dad is like a guy that, you, your dad doesn't like throw stuff around and get angry or yeah. drink too much or right. hit your mom or that's just, that wasn't even a part of life. He modeled and, health for you guys. Yeah, it was just a, it was a pretty healthy growing up experience with him. And, um, and then as I got older and I realized, like, I remember in elementary school hearing about other kids in the class that their dad didn't live in their house. Mm. And that was just like, made my brain explode, mm. you know, just felt so alien. Like, how can you, how, how can you even walk? Like for me, it was like, how can you even walk into your house and feel like it's your home without your dad mm. there? Like that, your dad's like your dad, you know? And, yeah. and, um, and so maybe, maybe so, maybe like, it definitely makes me as a father now, I'm a father of four. It makes me, um, it just makes me want to be a great dad. And maybe to some, in some point, there's maybe too many times I'm I'm laying in bed at the end of the day, just like, why did I do that? And like, why did I, I could have been perfect? Mm. I could have been better, you know. And um, but maybe that's better than the the other way you could be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just wanting to level up as a father and and really try to bring your best towards your kids. Yeah, the the idea of um, generational health, right? And and your parents modeled something for you. That you're now modeling for your kids and you're hopefully your kids will be I hope so. I hope I'm modeling it. Yeah. Doing my best. Well, speaking of kids, you know, the um this this is kind of our special Christmas episode for fun therapy and Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's uh it's the most wonderful time of the year. It really is. We're actually we live in San Diego. We're having our first rainfall of the season right now, so it actually feels pretty Christmassy. It does. I'm it pumped does. about it. Even though you're wearing shorts, I am. Well, I'm starting to cool off now. I was out. I was guys. I was out in a run, and I, and it just came down so hard. Like, I, and I was I was running as fast as I could. I, I felt like I was in Rocky or something because the <laughs> rain was coming down, the mud was splashing. Yeah. 
I was just like brave hearting it Somebody should have had their, their video recorder to just, film that. It's the next music video right there. <laughs> the next music video. Yeah, yeah so it, it is actually starting to feel like Christmas here in uh, San Diego. And talk to me a little bit about, do you love Christmas? Do you yeah, like I Christmas? Christmas. You, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I know some people that don't, you uh-huh. know? Yeah, me too. And uh, and I wonder I wonder if it's again back to my growing up years mm-hmm. of having like ultimately um, again we weren't like the picture perfect family by any means but ultimately healthy family you know Jesus centered family my parents are still together and and so uh, so all the songs and the classic Christmas carols and the traditions and the Christmas lights to me it's all associated with like sweet family times you know going to church on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. my parents are worship leaders so we'd have to be um, we have to we'd be at church for like 10 hours on christmas yeah, eve because right. all the services and and i loved it you know just because it was our community and there'd be like an influx of just pie and pizza and chocolates coming backstage i would just be <laughs> sitting there eating and um those are that's probably some of my sweetest memories is christmas eve at church um so i love it man i've got so many great memories and now my kids are kind of getting to that age we're like we're starting to leave that we're pretty much out of that diaper stage now, which feels like we, I've been there for my whole life of just changing diapers the last eight years. Um, and now it's like time to like really set our traditions. And I'm so, I'm just, I'm pumped about, I'm pumped about Christmas this year. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's so interesting, you know, talking with people how for many, like Christmas is just so many great memories, joy, beauty, fun, you know, surprises. Yeah. And yet there's also the, there's, there's a lot of heartache totally. and sadness. And I, I know for even for me at Christmas time, and I, I grew up with a, with a, my, my mom and dad, great, amazing, had wonderful Christmases. But I think at this time of year, it, it does open up something in us, in our hearts, a, a melancholy. I don't even know how to put it, but it's like, and I think it, some of it is just being vulnerable. Like we, we're slowing down, I think, in the season a little bit. Yeah. We're a little bit more reflective end of the year, and so it opens us up to some of the um, the sadness of the holidays too. Yeah. Do you feel like um, music is a plays a role in opening people up that way? I think you could for sure play a role, especially when it's associated. Music is kind of like smells and stuff, like Christmas yeah. music to me, where it's like you hear a melody. And at least for me, when I hear Nat King Cole singing the Christmas songs, yes. like I go back to like my mom, like, you know, making pies and Christmas cookies and Christmas dinner and opening, oh, you know, right, yeah. so it's, it's like, there's a few records and the, the Vince, the Vince Giraldi Christmas, yeah. the, the penis, yeah. One, yeah, um, that trio that my parents listen to that all the time. So when I hear that, whether I'm in like Nordstrom or Trader Joe's or at my parents' house, it's just yeah. like, it's like, okay, like, uh, you, it's almost not even memories flowed back as much as like emotions of like cozy warmth, like anticipation, you know? And, uh, so yeah. And, and so if, if you coupled that with like, I mean, maybe you started hearing those songs, maybe you had a family member die during Christmas and those Mm -hmm. songs were playing or, or your, your parents weren't, your dad or mom wasn't around or it was sad. Maybe you had sad emotions. And Mm. so then I could totally imagine hating Christmas music. Mm. You hear it every year, and every time that those Christmas music starts, you like. Well, I know you. It's almost like you become more aware of your lack, and more aware of like the thing that is wrong in your life. You yeah. know, um, 
because there there's that song again so i could see it happening both ways yeah it really is it, it is just a, a powerful trigger in our lives when we hear a song or we hear a melody or nat king cole's voice it, it it's like can instantly take us back to a moment and to a season and for some of us it's great memories but for some of us it's a it is a a time that maybe was a, a very difficult season totally and i think too you know the idea of family being around family this time of year can sometimes be hard for people and yeah family just sucks something out of you it brings something to the surface that that nothing else does right like some it's like not even your true colors sometimes sometimes i'll i'll even like be with my brother my dad and we'll like get into a conversation whether it's about which is funny. It's so our family. We'll get a conversation about theology or something, and, <laughs> you know, or politics or whatever. And I'm like saying stuff like I don't even necessarily believe in, but I'm just for some reason I've gotten really defensive and like, right. like I'm staking I'm my like, claim this, on this. Yeah, particular I'm like idea. this is like maybe some people are like, well, your true colors are showing. It's like no, this isn't even really me. But for some reason, I'm like with my family, and there's a little bit of contention. You know, um, it's interesting, man. Um, it's so idea. good to hear that that even because you know again you're describing uh, really a, a incredibly healthy situation, but but that idea that you can still when you're around family you can revert into roles or kind of even put on a different piece of who you are in that situation that normally would not be yeah isn't that there. interesting yeah it's like for some reason they can they they, they you laugh like my wife and her sibling that my wife and their family are all that's a great family too their parents are still together her siblings love jesus her parents love jesus um and and they laugh so hard together but they're also like there's moments of such deep miscommunication um where i'm <laughs> yes. just like on the i'm kind of like you know when you're the we're the son-in-law and i'm sure and my wife feels it too and you know i'm i'm kind of stay safe on the sideline i'm just like i get to just smile and nod you know <laughs> and I'm, I'm a part of the family but um, it's interesting seeing being a part of a family, but also not having history, right? You're you're just you just kind of you you kind of can kind of stay on the fringe a little bit, and it's been interesting watching that family dynamic from being a part of it, but not DNA a part yeah. of it. Um, and my wife, same thing. It's like you you act different when you and your brother start talking about that. It's like <laughs> I know I do. I don't know why I do. But yeah, you're right. You know. It's uh yeah I think we all we fall into those those roles and those those that history is real and it, there's like, it's yeah always there's history of old old like hidden rivalries mm-hmm. and jealousies and mm-hmm. frustrations and my bro- it's interesting my brother and I just just a month ago was asked to do um, this convocation which is uh, the whole assembly of Liberty University comes together which is like fourteen thousand oh, yeah. college kids I they saw do that. It yeah. every Wednesday. And uh, they wanted us to come and lead worship. And then Evan's a pastor. He's an amazing communicator. Uh, just got his like Masters of Divinity. He's a yeah, theologian. You amazing know? man. And uh, and so they wanted him to speak mostly, but also us have a conversation about like the theology of siblinghood. You know, and it was interesting. Me and Evan have a great relationship. Very healthy. We're healthy places in life. Um, but there's stuff even as we were getting ready for that that we've never talked about that was so healthy and like really sweet for us. But it's like, why haven't we ever said this to each other? Mm. Why haven't we ever, like we knew, you know, like Evan has always been such a champion of what I do, you know? But there was a time in Evan's life where he wanted to do what I'm doing. Mm. And I'm his little brother. 
you know and and but i was doing it at a and not a and i say this with no cockiness but just by the numbers a hundred times more than he ever was as far as just who i'm playing in front of and the places i'm going um and so that was something for him to swallow you know but we never yeah. talked about it and he was always a champion um and vice versa like i always like looked up to him as a young kid and Anytime he'd show me a new band, I'd just be like, oh, I'm on the in crowd. He's showing, you know, but I never told him, like, mm. it means so much when you show me, you know? And yeah. so it just, it was so cool, like, that, that us having to do this thing together and us being, we would probably call each other best friends already. Um, but we just never took the time to, like, have a conversation about this. And in 20 minutes, I was just like, I felt like four times closer to him yes. than I ever have, you know? And it's just like, just to say the things that that need to be said and whether they're small things, big things, it's like that that vulnerability, just to like put it out there, that connection that I'm sure is just created in that, totally. that moment. And maybe you both are kind of, like, again, with the music thing, you're both kind of a, maybe aware of that concept or that idea in your guys' lives, but it's never really been stated. Yeah. And you've stated it. And so, I, like I would even... I told him after we started talking, I was like, it's so funny because Evan just, he's just so unhealthy. I mean, I'm so proud of you. I, you're, I, you're, I'm literally a fan. I love your music. Yeah. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? This is awesome. No way. Both. You know, and I'm like, honestly, like, I hesitate even talking about what I do at like family situations mm. because I don't want to ever make you feel like, like or anybody yeah, feel like right. they're missing out on something. And he's like, what are you talking about? You know, like, yeah. I want to hear it all. You know, it was just like such a great combo. Um, and what a release for you just and and Evan just to say like we don't have to be tiptoeing around that stuff we don't have to feel weird about that stuff we just like it's it's real it's authentic love for each other totally and you've said what needed to be said about it and it's it's crazy how much we we carry around and we let our lives get get messed up or just dragged down by just assuming things Mm -hmm. Instead of having a moment of courage saying, hey, I think this about you. Or I think you feel this about me. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Am I stupid to think that? And that, that simple question and just to listen, man, how... So healthy. Gosh, it could change your life. And we'll be right back in just a moment. I wanted to take uh, just a second here and remind you about my upcoming strongest workshop here in san diego it's a fun therapy event it's currently the only one scheduled for 2020 so if you've been thinking about coming uh, but maybe been putting it off don't Uh, get registered today invest in your life and becoming the best and strongest you get unstuck and let's get going my friends it's part group therapy part life boot camp you'll be replenished and challenged you'll heal grow be able to take radical ownership of your own not-so-perfect story and use it to impact others and impact the world. It makes a great Christmas gift to yourself or to a friend or family member. You can get all the information at my website at mikefoster.tv forward slash workshop, mikefoster.tv forward slash workshop. And now back to my conversation with Phil Wickham. actually not loving that's a very loving conversation that you and your brother had vulnerable risky 
Um, you probably knew that it would turn out great just because you have a lot of great history. I knew, but, yeah, it was already still, done. In it's this a risk. Place of like, this is what I love about you. Mm. It's like, oh yeah, I love this. Let's talk about that. And it's like, hey, you know what I always felt like? Is that crazy to feel that? It's like, yeah. yes, that's crazy. And blah, blah, blah. it just brought out when there's when there's a an like a underlying sense of just love and respect. And man, maybe maybe the, maybe listener to this year's the year to ask your sister yeah. that question. You know, ask yeah. your brother. Yeah, and uh, it might go really well. Might go bad. It might go bad. There's always <laughs> yeah. you, you might you might uh, have to excuse yourself from the table. Yeah. And uh, but other than we we hope it goes well. And I do think there's, maybe wait wait till a few eggnogs. That's right. A few eggnogs in, and everybody's <laughs> feeling pretty good. Then have that conversation. Yeah. So let me listen. So I this is the Christmas uh, fun therapy episode, and I. I start listening to Christmas music in October. I got to be honest. And um, when did when did your new Christmas album come out? What did it came out in October? It did. Okay, October that's what 1st. I thought because I felt like I was as soon as it came out, it's been playing. Yeah, it's been. It feels like it's been out a long time. I've been talking because um, I've been get you get the naysayers too. Like you put it up something on on YouTube and there's like, oh, this is great. Oh, I love Christmas. And then like. What the heck, dude? It's only October. Like, give us a break. No. You're like, Come on, bro. I am. I am. So, I. I'm excited about all your music because I love you and I love. I love everything that you're putting out. But I was so excited to get a Phil Wickham Christmas album oh, in October. Thanks, man. And one of the songs on there, uh, you do several of the classics. But the, what what I love about the album is there. The classics are there, and the the well known songs are there, but they're they're arranged and done in such a way that is so fresh. Oh, thank you. It, and it 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 almost feels like a a brand new song mm. in, in many ways. Like yeah, that was that was kind of like the the one filter that me it was mostly me and my producer Jonathan Smith um, just working in the studio. Then we would bring in a maybe a drummer here and a bass player there. But the one filter was just like, would we listen? Let's keep it in a place where we would listen to it at Christmas yes. time. You know, like, like let's not try to like make it radio friendly. Let's not try to like make like let's just what would we want to put on? So mm-hmm. a lot of that was like scale, like, um, which was is difficult in the studio of saying it's great how it is. Like it doesn't need a guitar on it. It doesn't need you know this or that like this like do you love it it's like i actually love it like me yeah. too let's just keep it that's a hard place when when you can do anything in a studio to just say a vocal and a piano and an upright bass that's magical let's yeah. just keep it that way um, i think that's actually a really good uh creative strategy in general to create something that you would enjoy or that you would like i think that keeps keeps the creative process pure but I, I, you know, to me, the result of that is fantastic. Oh yeah, thank you. Like that, that, like create stuff and build stuff and make stuff that you like. And there's probably going to be a lot of other people that like it too. Well, that I'm, I hope that's how, what happens with the Christmas record. You know, like I was just, I, whenever there was like a fork in the road of like, do we do this or that in the song? I just like, I literally would close my eyes and imagine like waking up Christmas morning and playing music. You know, yeah. and like. Like what? Where would I want that music to feel? And you know, obviously, not every song like is you know has some some little more upbeat, little more low mm. low low end, you know, kind of stuff. And one song even gets a little bit like 
Bon Iver vocally kind of thing. It's my favorite song. Oh, thanks. Star it of is Wonder. Star of Wonder. Yeah. We, we talked about this in Best Buy when I was doing my Christmas shopping for myself. Get that Sono stuff. I, that song, it it's so freaking beautiful. Thanks, man. I I mean, I that, that was one actually, you know, you, you come across a song and that one I actually played twice because I just like, what did I just hear right there? Because it was, it was. Thank you so much. There, I don't know. It, I can't wait for people to listen if they haven't listened to it already. And they're going to get a chance to actually listen to one of the songs right now. Yep. Uh, fear, fear of God. Fear, <laughs> I'm gonna, fear of God. Fear the of Christmas God. That record. sounds like a great Christmas sounds song. Sounds like a great band. Yeah. There, there probably God. is a band called there Fear of God. There probably is. If not, we're going to start one right now. It's a metal um, band. Face of God. Tell yeah, me, tell me God. a little bit about that that one because um, again, yeah, this gorgeous is, song. It's just like thinking through. Um, I actually wrote this with two buddies, uh, Shane and Shane. Yeah, I've been doing um, Christmas tours. I call it we call it a tour, but it's really like five dates in Texas and three in California at all the same venues. You know, <laughs> for the last ten years, and it's like my favorite thing to do all year. Uh, it's become kind of a tradition for all these communities and a tradition for us. But um, we were just thinking, like, man, like, this was a year ago. You know, let's let's bring a new song into the tour and like, let's, let's get together and write one. So in, they live in Dallas, so I, I've visited them in Dallas and with the smell of Tex-Mex just, like, wafting through the mm. air. and just some, It was right in the middle of summer. It was probably 110 degrees. We turned the AC up and just started just thinking on the Christmas story, you know. Um, and stuff and things like the Christmas story that and Christmas time that have become so hyper-commercialized. Um, in our Western world, you know, like the, the, from things we see, on, you know, the Santa thing and things we see on TV and and the presents and the gifts and the lights and everything, it, it's it's so easy to get like for for the for the sacred part of it to kind of just get drowned out um, and just become kind of a part of the tradition. And mm. to and for me, I, I I try to take some time every year, especially lately, um, which has become the tour because we we have nine nine nights on the tour to sing these old Christmas carols and these new songs and to talk about what happened. And when you start talking about it, sometimes it takes me four nights, but there's always a moment after meditating is like, I just heard a a recent uh, idea of what meditation is in biblical sense. And it's like intense, intense thought that, that um, not changes the heart, but that uh, affects the heart, intense Mm -hmm. thought that affects the heart. And so like, after like four or five nights of just like singing these songs and thinking on it and telling people the story over and over again, there's always a moment where it's like, I feel like the Holy Spirit just kind of like, like opens my heart to the reality mm. of it again. And I'm just in wonder, but it doesn't, it's not like after I read the story once, like I really need to think on it. Yeah. And then it's all, it's all of a sudden it's like, Oh my goodness. Like God, for God so loved, like he gave his only son, you know, and, and God, I mean, what, what a crazy the most humble act that the world will ever the universe will ever know is that the god who spoke and trillions of stars began to blaze and in glory throughout the universe that god said i want to meet my my creation right where it's at so he stepped into creation and not just stepped into creation is like here i am thanos style yeah he's thor style you know but he came like yeah like i'm i'm at the mercy not just I'm eye to eye with my creation. I'm at the mercy of my creation right now. Like, like I'm putting myself in the care of these my creation. Mm. 
um, to, to, to sympathize and to empathize and to walk alongside and then, and to be of no reputation. And I mean, it's just like, it's this beautiful. And then, and who he grew up to be and who he revealed himself as. And the whole story is just like, like even now I kind of feel like my heart is starting to ignite a little bit, but I have to say it another 50 times, you know, until it's like really hits me again. And, um, I don't remember your initial, Oh, face of God. We're talking yeah. about face of God. Yeah. So, so that's what, when we were sitting, um, sitting there, it's just like, we just spent some time reading through and just like trying to get our hearts in a place of like that wonder again, of like, get us through the culture, the glitz of the whole, th- the whole season mm. and like help us just get a, a fresh vision of what, what you did. And we're just talking about it and like, how crazy is it? that God gave, put himself in the mercy of this young girl named Mary. And man, when she, for the first time in all of human history, like she looked down at her baby that night, you know, and looked at the face of God, the face of God, looked at God eye to eye. And, and it was in this humble, just completely vulnerable state of like saying, here I am, like I'm here for you. It's just a this beautiful thing. And so, we thought, man, what like let's write a song kind of like about that moment where maybe Mary's even hearing like angels singing in the distance to the shepherds and she knows what it's all about. It's about this person in her arms and she's looking at the face of God yeah. and so she starts singing with the angels like, I'm staring at the face of God right now. And so, so it really good. created this really special moment in that room um, and then this, this song just kind of spilled out. Well, um we're going to have a special moment in this room because uh, you're going to generously said to to play a special tune. And this is this is like in the moment. This is not not a recording of fancy studio in Nashville. <laughs> this is like Phil sitting down with his guitar and just playing this uh, awesome new song. Yes, yeah, a new song, new Christmas song, new Christmas call, song called "Not Fear of God." Not fear of God. <laughs> Hey, but we guy. should write that one. That would be a good. That'd be a good Easter song, maybe. No, yeah. that would even work for any holiday. But, good Halloween uh, song. Halloween song. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, here. You're here ready? it is. Here's face of God. Okay. Save the sons of us 
He was born to give them second birth. Gloria, I hear the angels singing Gloria. All on the heavens ringing Gloria. The Savior of the world is in her arms. She's staring at the face. The face of God Stand at the face of God The face of God Gloria I hear the angels singing She's staring at the face of God Staring at the face of God Listen, anybody who's listening to this right now goes, uh, they're downloading that album, downloading your Christmas <laughs> album at this very moment. Um, Thanks, by the way, man. it's on and Spotify and iTunes. Yeah, Spotify, and... iTunes. Um, I'm doing, I also did a, an acoustic version of the whole oh, record. Yeah. Um, that is available on my website, along with like, if you're interested in getting it on vinyl, the record, there's, um, record on vinyl some signed copies if you're interested in that Dang. but yeah so if you go to philwickham.com there's okay. like a little some exclusive items you can grab okay that, that may so i i don't need to go to best buy to do my christmas shopping for mike i just go to philwickham.com because <laughs> seriously like i didn't even realize you had the uh the albums and the and all the goodies yeah that was just some extra stuff we we spent some time doing um if you go to youtube and you like you look at my channel i think it's phil wickham music or something yeah. Uh, some of those acoustic versions, every every ver- thing on that acoustic version is a single take, um, done with like one mic, single take in an old church. So it's all like kind of verbi and stuff. Oh, wow. And uh, and we recorded uh, four or five of them, so you can go and check them out on YouTube as well. So great. Well, listen, I I I really am so grateful for for you, who you are, your music, your artistry that you're putting out there. Um, grateful for your friendship. And I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull a friend card here and ask you to maybe do <laughs> one more song because I am so giddy about that last one you did. Would you mind doing yeah, maybe one more? Yeah, man. Got my guitar here. Okay. Wh- wh- which one are we going to do here? From, um, from the album. It has to be from the album. Uh, this is not, 
one I, I wish I wrote this song. Okay. Uh, but we kind of we made it ours on the record, and uh, I, I love this song. I love singing it. It's Joy to the World. Okay, so I got to move my mic over here because this is, again, we're not in a Nashville studio. We're just here. Okay. okay. All right. And then just getting closer. Yeah, that okay you're to the world the Lord is come let earth receive a key let
Well, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Wow, isn't he incredibly talented? Beautiful music. Phil's new Christmas album is available wherever music is sold or streaming or available. It's on all the platforms. Just search Phil Wickham Christmas. And by the way, if you go to his website, philwickham.com, he has some special Christmas packs. These things are really cool. He's got a vinyl album version of the album. He's got some teas and some really special goodies that I think would make some great Christmas gifts for either your friends or give a gift to yourself this Christmas. Why not, right? So philwickham.com, philwickham.com to get those special bundles and Christmas packs or just search for the new album uh, wherever you listen to music, Phil Wickham Christmas. Also, don't forget about the Strongest Workshop. Just a few spots remain. Would love to see you at our next gathering. And remember, if you're on iTunes, rate and review Fun Therapy. That always helps. I'll see you on Instagram at MikeFoster2000. You can also hop on over to my website, MikeFosterTV, for my speaking calendar and resources and workshop information. I love you guys. I believe in you. Keep shining your goodness into each other. And remember, no matter what has happened in your story, that your setbacks can become your superpowers and honesty is always the best policy. We'll see you next time on the Fun Therapy Podcast.